Hello, and welcome to the Canyons Are Calling podcast. I'm Cheryl Jocelyn, your host for the show. First of all, I want to thank all of the people that have sent me pictures for my wall. It is going to make recording these intros and outros so much better. So I don't feel like I'm just talking to some blank space. There's still time if you want to send pictures to me so that I feel like I'm talking to my fans and not to a blank wall. Um, You can totally do that. It's thecanyonsarecalling at gmail.com. And also, if you have an idea for the show, you can email me ideas for the show. That's exactly how this episode today happened. A friend of mine suggested that I get Jasmine King on the show because she follows her on Instagram and she just knew that she was a badass canyoneering chick that just uh, had received her uh, guide certification from Uber Adventures and she thought that she would be a great person to talk to on the show. And I agree. It ended up being a wonderful conversation and I'm so excited to share it with you. But first of all, <laughs> if you're enjoying this show, could you please go to wherever you're listening, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever. I think I'm even on Amazon. Um, you can just rate the show and maybe give me a little review so that other people can find the show. That would be really awesome. Also, if you would like to support the show, there's a couple ways that you can do that. You can order beer glasses, stickers, or dog tug toys on my website, thecanyonsarecalling.com. You can also support me on Patreon, and that is patreon.com slash thecanyonsarecalling. My Patreon supporters get access to a monthly chat where we all get together and we chat about canyons. Um, for August, the Uray Canyoneering uh, Festival people are going to come on and talk about the Uray Canyoneer- Canyons because the Uray Canyoneering Festival is coming up August 10th through the 14th. And I'm going to be one of the supporters there. I'm going to have a booth at the community center. And I think on Thursday night, I'm going to plan on recording a live podcast there. So if anyone wants to share some stories about their favorite Uray Canyons on the podcast, you'll be able to do that. I think with the schedule of the Uray Festival people and the things that they have going on, that Thursday night would probably be the best for me to do that. I know Glacier Black Gear is going to do a presentation on Friday, and then they're going to have a big dinner and the raffle for the search and rescue on Saturday and that's always a lot of fun so come join us <laughs> if you want more information about that it's um the uraycanyonfestival.org and you can go there and there's still a chance to sign up and we'll see you there anyway enough about me and the podcast <laughs> here's my conversation with Jasmine enjoy Today I am here with Jasmine King, and we are here just to talk about canyons. <laughs> hey, Jasmine, okay. how are you? Oh, I'm good. Thanks for having me today. Good. Where are you from today? Um, so I'm actually from all over. My dad was in the military. He served 24 years, and so I kind of grew up everywhere from Washington, the Philippines, Hawaii, Maryland, Arizona. Um, I even like moved to Vegas and California after I joined the military, but um, it's kind of everywhere. I don't, I don't really, a home is like where I'm sleeping, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you're at for that night. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Very cool. So you were also in the military too? I was. I did four years in the Air Force. Awesome. I considered the Air Force for a very brief second. Like some of my girlfriends were going in. And sometimes I wish I had. I have no idea. My totally, my life would be completely different. It could be. It definitely is a life changer. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. What did you do in the Air Force? Um, I was a medic, actually. So. Okay. Cool. Um, so where are you living now? Uh, right now I live in Tucson, Arizona. Um, although that may change in the next few months, my lease will be up. So who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Flip a coin, go wherever the wind takes you. Pretty much. Yeah. That sounds awesome. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Very cool. Um, so how did the outdoors get into your life? Um, well, I've actually always been outdoorsy and adventurous. Uh, I can, I always did wakeboarding, snowboarding. Um, I rode dirt bikes. I had street bikes, so even commuting to work, I'd be on my Harley <laughs> out in the sun instead of, you know, in a car. Um, and then I always wanted to do hiking and backpacking and climbing, but people would always kind of flake on me. Um, you know, everyone wants to be adventurous, but then they don't. And so eventually I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to go out there by myself. So I grabbed like my knife and a stick, I think. And I just started <laughs> hiking and people are like, you're crazy. There's snakes out there. And I'm like, that's what the stick's for. <laughs> and, yeah. And then, um, and then, yeah, with backpacking, um, you know, I just started spending a lot of time out there and I really enjoyed it. That's awesome. So then how did canyoneering? Um, so yeah, actually with the climbing and and all that stuff with the ropes. I always thought you needed a partner, so I never really got into it since I couldn't even find anyone to hike with. And now I gotta find someone to like learn ropes. And so um, my friend from high school, actually, um, we used to run cross country together and on Facebook and social media, I would see all these adventurous pictures. So she had all this crazy stuff and caves and, and out in these really pretty places. And then I looked at my Facebook and I've got like Grand Canyon backpacking and like all these pictures too. And I was like, you know, maybe we should hang out. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's we been like, get on adventures. <laughs> totally. And it'd been like 18 years since we saw each other and she's like, yeah, let's do it. And then I was like, what, you know, this is, this is kind of weird. Cause what if we don't get along anymore? <laughs> and I called her and like within 30 seconds, we're like, yeah, we're going to have a great time. And, um, she wanted to take me caving and um and i was totally down for that and then she asked me if i wanted to go canyoneering and at that point i didn't even know what it was i was like well what is that and she said i mean it's pretty much everything you already do but you get to walk you know rappel down waterfalls and i was like i oh, yes please can you sign me up <laughs> right <laughs> yeah and then so she called up her friends that run canyons all the time. And it, um, it worked out that I could come visit. We did some caves and went on a canyon and totally fell in love. Awesome. So how long have you been canyoneering now? About two and a half years. Okay. Yeah. So not very long, but um, it, the timing is kind of crazy with COVID. I used to work a lot and it, my job was to do events and, um, essentially serve food and beverage to the masses, you know, hundreds, thousands, up to 10,000 people. Wow. Yeah. So I threw parties and then COVID happened and suddenly, you know, 
we're not allowed to have parties. We're not allowed to have people more than like five people in California. Yeah. And so overnight, my job kind of just vanished. And it, at that point, I was like, I guess I'll sell my house and I'll move to Arizona and I can go run canyons like every single day. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I kind of like jumped in really deep. <laughs> That's incredible. And yeah. then you also took some courses, right? Yeah. So um, the first time I was on rope, I, I was like, this is amazing. But then, you know, growing up military and being in the military, I'm thinking like, there's so many things that can go wrong. <laughs> and so, yeah, I was learning things. But then I realized, you know, um, I think I wanted formal education because I didn't want to learn bad habits. I didn't want to, um, you know, think something was safe. And then later on, I'm like, oh, well, that was wrong. You know, so yeah. people who've been doing this forever, they've created a curriculum. So, yeah, I decided to take some classes and um, originally we were going to do like a guiding maybe classroom type of thing out in Tucson here, but that kind of fell through. And then so um, I got my guide certification, but it was really more for the confidence to know that I could escape out of a canyon if I needed to. <laughs> right. That's nice. Yeah. I wish more people would take that opportunity because there's so many times you're learning from a friend who may or may not know it correctly. Right. Yeah. Always upon us to make sure that we definitely have the knowledge that we need. It is. And not only whether it is the right way to do it, because a lot of times there's more than one right way. Yeah. But right. I feel like in the classes, they've kind of figured out the best way, <laughs> you know, yeah. the most efficient, the easiest, you know, um, don't do things the hard way if you don't have to. And they've also been through different scenarios that we may or may not see. And so right. they've tested all of those, you know, different approaches in each scenario so that we don't have to. <laughs> think, Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And my guide certification, they gave us these crazy scenarios that I never would even thought about. And they're like, what are yeah. you going to do? And I'm like, oh man, okay. And that was actually my favorite part was trying to come up with these crazy solutions. So, yeah. And with only what's in your backpack, you have all of this stuff going on. Like, yeah, sometimes lies get you thinking. Yeah. Yeah. They'll yeah, be like, oh, can I borrow that? On rope. Yeah. Pretty much. They're like, oh, you have webbing and this, like, save somebody. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely gets you thinking and on your toes. That's for absolutely. Sure. So what are some of your favorite canyons? Oh man, that's a tough, that's always a tough one. I ask my students this and you know, they, they have yeah. a hard time too, but um, for me, it's more of like the canyon and how pretty it is, but more so the trip, the who I'm with and you know, the circumstances. Definitely. One of my biggest is Imlay. It was my first time ever in Zion. And my friend was like, you know, we should do Imlay. <laughs> and I was like, uh, you know what? Why not? And uh, <laughs> so since I'd never been, it's hilarious. The, the planning wasn't all there. Um, I'd never been. And uh, he said, it's the same approach for Angel's Landing. And we're like, well, why don't we just tack on Angel's Landing? <laughs> you know? So right. we got no the permit. Idea. We're there. Yeah, we're at the trailhead before 5 a.m. And we're hiking up. And when we get to the part where we turn off, we drop our packs behind a bush and then we go up to the top of Angel's Landing. And I was like, 
I am so happy I waited all the way up here because it's pitch black and I don't see a thing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, well, you know, it's cool, whatever. And so yeah. <laughs> I, text, I was at the top and we came down and had it all to ourselves. And then yeah. um, as we're walking down, you know, the sun slowly started to come out. So I did get to see it. I just didn't get to see the view from up there. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah. Some people <laughs> thought I was crazy because they thought Emily was a beast in itself. And I'm yeah. going to attack on Angel's Landing approach. And um, yeah, attack on Angel's Landing for Behunin or telephone. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's for you, though. That's awesome. Whew, I didn't know any better. I mean, looking back, I'm like, that was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Unnecessary suffering. But, um, yeah, it was it was really interesting because being the first time there it was beautiful, but on top of that, it was really painful. The trees, I swear, had it out for me. <laughs> There's one spot where you know my buddy's like, I think it's this way, so I go and check, and I go down um, this like drainage that comes down four feet, but it's actually the part where you get onto the slick rock on the right to get to the crossroads. Okay. Yeah. But um, so he was like, oh, no, just kidding. I think it's this way. And I was like, oh, man. All right. Well, I think I can get this. It's like four <laughs> feet tall. So I'm, I take my backpack off and I throw it up there. And it's kind of like this boulder move where I have to just grab onto these branches and lift my whole body up. And for whatever reason, <laughs> the branch decided to break and I fell and hit my tailbone. And I was like, oh, my gosh yeah and he's like are you okay and i was like i will be in a second <laughs> and i just <laughs> laid there in pain um it's like the only picture i have where i'm not smiling because i'm just dying <laughs> and then as we're going through this the slotty part um you know all the the flash flood debris that you end up standing on or swimming to and stuff there's one i like swim up to it i get up and um he's building the anchor he's rigging it and I'm just standing there kind of looking around, enjoying it's so pretty. And I look down and all of a sudden, like the, the pine needles and stuff kind of collapsed under me and I fell through. <laughs> <laughs> and then the branches are like stabbing me in the ribs because my arms are stopping me from going all the way down. And he's like, holy crap. And I was like, oh man. And I like exhaled. And then so I sank into the water. <laughs> and I had to swim around and climb back up onto this thing so that we could repel mm. down it. Um, was that in the yeah. log soup area? Yes. Kind of it like was. A oh man, it That's was it was treacherous. Yeah. And uh, so it was like, welcome to Zion, right? And then mm -hmm. long story short, it was pretty funny because I did a bunch of canyons that week. And the very last one was Keyhole, like the easiest <laughs> canyon, right? And I get up and, you know, my friend's like, you should stem. And I'm thinking like, I am tired. I've done like five canyons in four days. Like I'm exhausted, you know? He's like, you should do it. And I was like, you know, I don't have my backpack. So that should, it should be fine. Right. And so I was like, okay. And I start doing it. And you know, when the wall's uneven, you start going up higher. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I started going higher and I was like, oh man, I'm really tired. <laughs> I didn't want to do it anymore. And I was, he's like, what can I do? And I was like, from there, absolutely nothing. And right. then, so I was like, I just need to rest. And I went to position my body so I could press my back on the wall and just take a second. 
but then I forgot my tailbone was bruised from inlay from that first boulder thing. Oh, right. So as soon as it touched, I like flinched and I fell into like six inches deep water. But <laughs> there was a little rock in there that like bruised my butt cheek, my left butt cheek. It was just like, it was super hard all of a sudden, yeah. just cramped up. Oh, and so I'm walking, limping, and they're like, are you okay? I was like, this is this is just Zion's way of smacking me on the butt of my way out, being like, thanks for coming. Have a great day. Right? <laughs> Yeah. I remember early on in my uh, canyoneering time, my friend had moved away, the friend that introduced me to canyoneering, mm -hmm. and he was coming back for a week long visit. And so we planned, I think that was the first time we did Imlay. We did, I can't remember what canyons, but we had a lot of canyons that we were doing. And I had switched jobs between when he moved away and when I started canyoneering. So these people knew that I canyoneered, but had no idea really what it was. And so I come back and I'm just scraped and bruised all over my arms and <laughs> legs. And one of my coworkers was like, is your friend beating you? Like, you can talk to me. I've been in abusive relationships before. And I was like, absolutely not. I said, this is where we've been. This is what we've been doing. And I showed her like all these pictures. And I was like, you can't believe the places I go. But I did this to myself. Yeah, right. It's like That's that type two fun. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes type three, but yeah. Right. Yeah, Emily is definitely one of my favorites. I've had three great experiences in that canyon. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I want to go back in pothole mode. When I went, it was um, it was pretty full, so it was fun, which is yeah. probably why I was able to do it after the Angels Landing approach. But <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a different canyon. We did it when it was empty two years ago. Yeah, I like Before it. I got married, so it must have been three summers ago. Okay. Um. Yeah, and it was definitely a totally different beast. <laughs> Yeah, it was fun. You know, I did awesome. Poe Canyon when it was empty and um, it was cool. And I could see how halfway up would be most challenging, but I was one of the climbers that got out of the pit of despair. And when it's like 30 feet oh, down wow. and it's dry, I'm like, don't fall. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I've like, seen I hope the that. Off. That looks massive. Yeah, it was. I have a picture and my buddy's like sitting on the ground. And I'm at the top just climbing over and it's like that that's a long ways down. And we were able to get six or seven pot shots over. So I couldn't use any protection holding on to eight, seven, eight ropes, six yeah. or seven ropes. Yeah. So right. I just literally hand over hand and just climbed up that thing. Oh my God. <laughs> that's, I know. that's crazy. Yeah. But I mean, it had to be done. Right. So <laughs> yeah, that's, Awesome. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so what's Poe like? I that's canyon is high um, on my list. Poe is cool. I feel like the approach is terrible. Um we were, you know, there's two ways. One's one's on land and it has more elevation, and then the other one is on the oh. boat, and that it's supposed to be less elevation, but about the same distance. Well, mm -hmm. <laughs> the tracks we got. You know the water level was so low that we had an extra mile that we weren't aware of oh wow yeah yeah and because he was like the tracks keep going that way and he's like yeah but the water stops <laughs> like boats not going and so <laughs> yeah and the mud was uh so crazy that we couldn't 
dock the boat onto the sand with all our gear and stuff. So we all had to get yeah. out of the boat and we're in thigh deep mud with Ew. our 60 pound packs trying not to fall in. Right? Oh, and we didn't waterproof our bags because we thought we, we weren't really going to be in the water yet. <laughs> so yeah. we're over here trying to hold these big bags and not fall into the water. And then once we got all of our stuff out, the boat was able to, you know, get to the, the end and we could dock it. But mm. um, the approach was terrible. I wish that I did more canyons than just Poe that day, but everyone had to work. And so mm -hmm. we all just did that one and left. But um, the canyon itself was so much fun. Um, it was my first real technical pothole escape canyon. And to be able to just work, we were really seamless as a team. So we made it just so fast. And um, a lot of us were really capable and just without having to really communicate, you know, one person's like, boom, need anchor, just go. And next person's like, okay, cool. I got you. Come on down. And, yeah. uh, you know, we all kind of played our part and it worked really well. It's nice to have a good team like that. Yeah, it was great. That's really cool. It was pr pretty selective with the people I invited for my Emily when it was pothole mode. Yeah. Trip. I'm pretty selective with my Emily people anyway. Because <laughs> yeah. that's the <laughs> of a canyon. <laughs> yeah, it's so pretty though. Yeah. I want to do the full route one of these days. My intention was to do the full route the third time I did it, but I can't remember why we couldn't. Anyway. Yeah. One day. <laughs> I do plan on doing heaps this week or this summer, end of the summer. So really looking forward to that. Nice. I need to get back in shape. I've had injuries for fucking months. So yeah soon i can do <laughs> i feel you being an instructor Once i can hike <laughs> I can do right yeah no i've learned um teaching classes i was just standing there talking <laughs> but it's hot and i'm outside so i'm eating like i'm in a canyon <laughs> and i was like oh right. what's going on and then i go to do a canyon and i'm dying so yeah, yeah. definitely i feel you on that one yeah <laughs> I'm hoping I can make it in Ure because it's already hard for me to hike up there. So I have like five weeks to get my back back in shape. Oh, I know. I'll be there with you, though. I'll probably see you there. <laughs> awesome. It'll be cool to meet in person. Yeah, definitely. Have you been out that way yet? I haven't. Cool. I went um, the two years before COVID. I think I we went in 2018 and 19. And, you know, we were planning on going every year because it's just so much fun and so much different than the canyons that we have here. Mm -hmm. But now I'm finding out about the Pacific Northwest and like all those other places. I'm like, well, we should go somewhere else. But my husband's never been to Ure, so he's he'll he'll love it out there. Nice. Yeah, I'm really excited to check it out. I've been close to Colorado like on my Sturgis trip. But okay. um other than that, you know, I just had to cross and I didn't have time, so I had to come back. But it's definitely on the plan to go there this year. Very cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, so are there any canyons that you've done that you would never go back to? You know, <laughs> um there I feel like no bad, no matter how bad a canyon is, um once enough time has gone by, I kind of forget how painful or <laughs> dreadful it is. 
And then I'm like, someone brings it up. Hey, want to go do this? I'm like, sure. And then I'm like, oh, I remember this now. But um, if I had to pick one right now, it would probably be Immaculate. Have you done the Eye Canyons? Mm -mm. Oh my gosh. We so, almost did them a couple weeks ago, but, and I might try to plan them for in August, but. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you do hit me up, cause I'm just a few hours away from there. Okay. But, cool. um, but yeah, it's so much fun. Um, the eye canyons are gorgeous. That's actually on my list of favorites too. I did that for my birthday, uh, Memorial day weekend. And, um, it was the best part about those were it was a bunch of chicks. <laughs> so oh, nice. we we're all goofing around, but we were super efficient. So we had all the time to pose and take a million pictures, but we still like beat out half of the groups. Immaculate is known for having a really terrible exit. I've done it twice, uh, two years ago. And I was with the group that got stung by a bunch of bees. Oh yeah. My buddy, um, he got stung by like 11 and there was one on his arm and I like brushed it off of him and it flew around and landed on me and looked all mad at me. And I was like, uh Oh, and it just went right for my ear. And it, that was the only like skin oh, showing. Yeah. I had like gloves and long sleeves pants. So the only thing was like my face that was exposed. And so it went right for my ear, got stuck in my hair and stung me. And then I found out that I was allergic. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. So it basically just, it gave me a massive headache and this hive like swelled up, went down my neck across my throat to my sternum on the other side and i was like i think i might be allergic guys yeah and so they <laughs> did a test and technically if it's like 0.1 as a result it's negative but if it's 0.1 to 1.0 it's a pretty significant allergy and i tested 11.8 oh yeah and they're like, I don't know what'll happen. Here's a bunch of EpiPens and all this other stuff. So I was like, oh, thanks. Here we go, you know? And um, yeah. so now that I carry that, but um, that was the first time. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are like, you're the group that, that had the bees, you know? And you're like, yeah, <laughs> we found them. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. And then I did it again recently. And, you know, the exit is kind of like, the approach for mystery but you're trying to get out oh damn like death yeah gully? yeah death gully so you try to um uh, <laughs> try to like hike up so have you done the mia yet i haven't that was gonna okay. be on my next ion trip sounds like the mia to me yeah if so it's mystery in reverse <laughs> yeah it is mystery in reverse but there's like also a lot of green and um raspberry bushes that are stabbing oh, you yeah. and manzanitas that are tripping you and just mm. you know all it's a uh, all kinds but i do i'm looking forward to that but with immaculate i'm like okay you know two for two like i think i need a break <laughs> right damn <laughs> yeah it was it was rough it was a rough start <laughs> Yeah, but illusions and insomnia, they're high on my list. Oh, so if, oh my God, if you haven't done them, they are amazing. Yeah, they amazing. look incredible. Mm -hmm. They're a little different now, though. Um, with the forest fire, a lot of the down trees, um, it looks a little different. It's pretty um, wild. Um, yeah. But, you know, eventually when all the pine needles go away and then it's it'll be kind of 
like just regular flash road debris with a log that you can climb on and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. It's kind of cool to watch the canyons change through things like that, flash floods and fires and whatnot. It is. It is. Oh, you know, it's funny. We were just talking about mystery. That's actually on the favorite canyons list, mainly because this last time we, my roommate and I decided to do like a very impromptu Zion Canyon. She was supposed to go do something else and it fell through. So I just finished teaching in Moab and I was like, well, let's meet in Zion and get all these permits. And she's like, okay, cool. So we did and <laughs> had a couple of people join us for not Imlay, but while we we're waiting for them to meet up, we're in line at the permit office to see what they had on Saturday because we kind of left that open-ended. And we thought maybe Pine Creek or something might be fun, you know, mm -hmm. nice little out, easy out. And um, they said, oh, no, it's full, but mystery. There's mystery. <laughs> and we looked at each other, we're like, what? And we're like, heck yeah. Yeah. So we're like, okay, sweet, you know? So we decided, hey, you know what? Because it's mystery and it's short and the narrows doesn't feel that bad. Let's just skip the wetsuits and uh, we'll bring bikinis. Okay. And we're like, okay, cool. So we decided to do that, right? It's just me and her. So we're over here doing our thing. And, you know, some of the water is really cold, but it's only for a second. So you mm -hmm. kind of get over it. And then we get to the last repel and I'm hearing all these voices. And I was like, oh my goodness, I forgot it was a Saturday. And I look down, there's like hundreds of people down there. <laughs> there's like 30 Boy Scouts taking a picture at the mystery waterfall at the last wrap. So we look down and I'm like, oh. And then somebody notices us and they're like, what are you guys doing up there? And everyone's like, oh my God. And so we're waving like, hi. <laughs> and then so we bring the rope down and I didn't want to hit anybody. So I threw it short, but yeah. I tried to visually gauge, you know, if it was um, hitting the ground, it looked yeah. like it, but might've been off. And so my roommate goes down and uh, it was probably like five feet short. <laughs> and she was like, but instead of, you know, asking to be lowered or anything like that, she's just like going for it. <laughs> you know, slopey. So they're like, oh, I don't think your your rope's touching. She's like, oh, I, I don't think it is either. You know, so she gets to the <laughs> end of the rope and then she kind of gets on her side, slides down. And once her feet touch the ground, everyone's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're all just like, oh, my God, they were screaming and cheering. And the. Then she realized that she's in her bathing suit. And so the view they got was her <laughs> butt coming down. <laughs> right. And then I showed up in my bikini. And then they were just like, you guys really made the, the Boy Scouts day. Like, they want to go <laughs> repelling. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was so funny. We were like, yep, yeah, yeah, we uh, definitely got them into repelling. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah if their leader reaches out to a credible person to teach them how to rebel right totally. <laughs> boy scouts are another that'll be a whole nother podcast yeah that's a whole podcast all day. <laughs> <laughs> i never thought i'd give a show to a bunch of boy scouts and like a hundred oh. random people in a bikini that was not planned <laughs> first time i did mystery somebody in our group had ripped their pants their shorts and his shorts were ripped from his waistline to the hem on the leg 
right oh. on the butt crack. <laughs> so that's how he repelled into mystery. Nice. And I was like, yeah, I'm glad I'm not a tourist down there. I was like, you're going before me because I'm not looking at your ass coming down that <laughs> repel. Oh, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. And my husband had a similar incident with a person in his group before when before we were even dating and um but he had a shuffle butt on and so he just traded her harnesses so she was able to rappel down with a shuffle butt covering her ripped pants oh, nice. so that's nice i kind of like the butt protection for that factor <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah definitely saves your pants <laughs> yeah i mean going in the narrows is one thing but you yeah. know <laughs> No. sometimes it's more memorable than others for sure <laughs> one time a friend i was gonna let somebody else go first no somebody else like set the rope and then they were just like getting on rappel to go first and my friend eric's was like hey you got this permit and if you don't go down first the tourists are not going to clap for you they only clap for the first person it's so true. are you going to let him steal your thunder and i was like Oh no, no, no. I've been, I put enough money in for this permit because I've been trying to get mystery permits for a long time at that point. And so I went down first and I, I didn't really think that it was true, but it totally was. I was the only one that got cheered for. Yeah. <laughs> it's so silly. <laughs> right? It is funny. Yeah. So the last person's usually like, oh, another one. <laughs> yeah. It's like, whatever. Especially if you have a group of six, they're just like, big deal. They just keep walking by. <laughs> I know, right? Well, obviously, everyone does it. There's so many coming down. <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> such a great exit, though. It is. That's one of my favorite canyons, too. It is. It's really great. So what draws you to canyons and teaching people about them? Um, you know, I would have to say the rope works part. My roommate talks about how she does the rope works because she has to. It's part of it, you know, but um, I actually love that part. Uh, I have a technical mind and like an innovative mind where I just have all these ideas and stuff. So when I started learning about rope works, it all just made sense to me. From mechanical advantage and everything it just like clicked and i was like oh my god this is amazing so i kind of geek out on it <laughs> and awesome. yeah when it comes to anchors i'm like oh what if we do this you know and it ends up being awesome and uh sometimes you know i'm like well that took way too much time we shouldn't have done it but i'm um, just getting to do it like i love building anchors and i love rigging and just being on rope and repelling i love big repels and um my boss ben he says that i prefer to fall on rope <laughs> but i even have a video of king's cave it's 225 feet and i'm flying down and they're like oh i hate free hangs because you're spinning and i was like if you go fast enough you don't spin and i showed him the video and sure enough like i'm not spinning at all i just went, and I went to the bottom and um yeah i don't i don't know what it is but like, I guess it feeds my adrenaline junkie side of being mm -hmm. on rope, but um, plus my ADD, it makes it kind of hard to like sit on a rappel and go really slow because I'm like, okay, I think I'm ready to be at the bottom now. <laughs> There's nothing worse than having too much friction on a rappel that you can't change oh. it or something. And you're just, yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> yeah. And then when people don't even, or when they're scared and they put too yeah. much friction intentionally and it's like you're screwing yeah. yourself like stop right. 
Yeah. yeah. It's easier to repel when you're like able to move smoothly <laughs> for sure. Right. And not burn your hand because you don't have mm -hmm. enough friction. I mean, you know, there's that little happy, happy sweet spot. Yep. But before and after it's terrible. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. For but sure. in terms of teaching, um, I just loved it so much that when we were taking the class, you know, I had been doing it for like nine months, which in hindsight isn't that long when I took the classes, but I, in that nine months, I've done a lot. And so I didn't realize it, but a lot of the students, they would ask me like, well, what do you think of this one? You know? And I was like, oh, well, I think it's this, you know? And, and I couldn't believe that they were asking me because I was thinking, am I even ready to take this class? You know, <laughs> I was nervous. And, um, and whenever they didn't understand something, they would ask me like, what, what do you say? Or how, how was that? And I would explain it and you'd be like, oh yeah, thanks. You know? And they would tell me I explained things really well. And then my friends, when they would ask me to teach them something or what did I learn in the class? Um, they always made comments about I'm a really good instructor. I know how to explain things and lay things out, or um, even if they have a different learning style, you know, I can find a way to make sense for them. Um, and it was really flattering. But another friend was telling me that when I teach, I kind of empower the students instead of just giving them info. Like I make them yeah. feel like they can actually, you know, do it themselves and figure it out. And um, because I, I kind of make them work for it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And um, and they said they noticed that I would just watch some, I can watch somebody and see what they're struggling with and just be like, hey, what if you try this? And they'd be like, oh my God, that's amazing. So I realized that I was pretty good at, at explaining things and teaching things. And so um, I think we were talking about that with Ben. And one day they asked me if I wanted to be an instructor for Uber. And I mean, I felt like I couldn't pass up that opportunity. Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, I love it so much. So I enjoy seeing the look on their faces when they're like, oh my God, I can totally do this all by myself. You know, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you can. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember as a guide, just watching the people change throughout the day in the canyon was just my favorite part yeah you know and once they get over that initial fear and they're just like oh, i can do that that was amazing that's so much fun yeah the best part is when they've never repelled before and i'm teaching mm -hmm. them in the beginners class and they're scared and apologizing to me and i was like what are you sorry for i mean is it is it weird that i'm asking you to walk backwards over a cliff <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, you don't have right. to be sorry for anything. Sign yeah. up for this. <laughs> yeah. Human nature to be freaked out about it for sure. Right. Yeah. But it is great mm -hmm. seeing them. It's like life changing. And it's not only in that aspect. I've had emails where people are like, you know, um, in their daily lives that they were hesitant to either take a promotion or all these other things. And they would send me an email like, hey, you gave me the confidence this weekend that, you know, I went off and did this too. And I'm, you that's know, really cool. Yeah, it gives me goosebumps because I'm like, oh man, you know, like that's what life's about, right there. Mm -hmm. And I also feel like it's going to just trickle down to generational impacts, right? Like get people outside, and they're going to bring their kids outside. They're going to bring their kids outside, and it'll be just a healthy respect everywhere. Yeah, you flooded with people outside, but whatever. <laughs> but, but I mean, if they're all respectful, you know, 
nature yeah. and stuff, then it's good people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the anger and hate, it'll be awesome. Totally. <laughs> That's how I feel anyway. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. So let's talk a tiny bit about Uber. You were talking about some classes that they have coming up. Yeah. So um, it's in the works. <laughs> But okay. we're talking about, you know, obviously new locations. But my main thing that I'm super excited about is um, like ladies classes, women's only classes. Um, I'm really, really stoked on that because a lot of, you know, I feel like there's a lot of intimidations because it's still a male driven activity, whether, Definitely. you know, climbing, canyoneering, all that stuff. And so a lot of times it's very intimidating for a girl to just kind of show up to a class on her own. And then all these guys are trying to mansplain stuff, you know? And so what I like at Moab right now is even when I have assistants, you know, I've been um, having girl assistants. So it's like a girl crew. And uh, we've been talking about having all girl classes and training. And it's, <laughs> we were joking, like, I'll just go on tour and we'll do one in like LA and <laughs> Vegas and Moab. and. Arizona. So um, really I really think that would be a, a good hit because I do know a lot of women that whether the men know it or not, they do have a weird way of explaining things to women and their egos get in the way quite a bit. And, yeah. and they sometimes don't let women learn. Right. Or it has um, to be their way. Seen. Right. You know, and whether, whether they mean to or not, you know, I, don't want any men bashing me because right. I, I've learned everything I know in canyoneering from men. Um, but I do know that it's a sensitive spot for a lot of ladies. So I definitely love that there are women only groups out there. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I think it'd be always, a big hit. I think so too. Um, I've always been one of the guys, you know, being in the military and just like riding Harleys and stuff. So they always thought of me as one of the guys and right. it, I'm able to, I'm not afraid to just go and take a class and, and meet a bunch of people and have a bunch of guys teach me. But, um, mm -hmm. because I'm a girl, it's really nice to be able to, you know, open that aspect up for yeah. the ones who aren't so bold and willing to just get out of their comfort zone and go do this. Cause, mm -hmm. and it's like an empowerment thing. When I do girls canyons, that insomnia and illusions for my birthday, just the four, three and four of us chicks just hanging out was so much fun, you know, and, and we didn't have to, I mean, guys are fun too, but when right. a bunch of girls get together, it's like something magical happens, you know, <laughs> it's a way more leisurely pace and yeah, a lot more giggling, laughing pictures for sure. Yeah. yeah is, you I, know. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love my man friends, but yeah, yeah. me ladies. too. Me too. But ladies yeah. are all awesome too. <laughs> right. <laughs> But I can hang out with guys anytime, you know, with girls right. like we kind of got to we have to put an effort into mm -hmm. get a bunch of girls together. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird like that, but I I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right. And it's hard to find the girls who are willing to have that type two and type three fun. too. Yeah. Especially. Yeah. The yeah. canyoneering, my canyoneering girlfriends are like my best friends ever. Nice. Because shout out Becky, Lori. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Um, right. Because yeah, I mean, we definitely have pushed each other and held each other and taught each other and yeah. And when you get a, through like, an incredible bond, getting through like the really hard spots or like those tough mm -hmm. spots, or you just like 
bleeding again. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the ones that are willing to go through it with you over and over and over and yeah. over again, like that says something special about them for sure. Right. And as you're like near death at the campsite, having a drink, mm -hmm. you're like, so what's the next one? <laughs> right. <laughs> and what are we doing tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that yeah, because yeah. I think more girls need to be out there. Mm -hmm. Period. You know, yep. we just need yeah absolutely <laughs> that's awesome yeah, yeah let me know more about that as it gets developed and i'll um help post it around in the canyon oh, community too that would be amazing thanks yeah yeah for yeah. sure yeah right. i'll have you come assist with some of the classes too <laughs> yeah that'd be cool especially if uh, yeah. you're in the zion area i'm right here yeah oh it's holding me down i could probably even make it to moab but... Zion's you, awesome. can, you can hang out in my camper. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Well, um, canyoneering makes me super hungry. What is yeah, your favorite yeah. in Canyon snack? Oh, man. So <laughs> in Canyon snack, when I'm going uphill, I usually Jolly Ranchers are like my jam. Yeah, because you're not really chugging water because some, you know, you can only your body only uses so much water at a time, and so if you keep chugging it, you're just going through it. Um, I I like the Jolly Ranchers because it gets me through, especially when it's dry and dusty. You yeah. know, it um, makes it that mouth watering sweetness <laughs> just going up the hill. It's like I'm almost at the top, and then um, the gummies. Uh, sour gummies, sour gummy worms, or like those watermelon gummies. There's so many, but it's funny at the end of Inglestead, when uh, my roommate and I just recently did that, we went and it was after teaching. So, you know, what I was saying is you get out of shape from just standing there talking. And yeah. then we meet <laughs> up, do Inglestead. We're both dying. Well, we were just tired. And at the end of the day, we get to the shuttle and they cut it off right before us. So we had to wait for the next shuttle. So we sat on the <laughs> ground, like still dripping wet, you know, and I just pulled out my gummy words and I was like, this is why I do canyons. <laughs> right. <the> gummy words. <laughs> and I was just eating them and loving life suddenly. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is your favorite after canyon beverage? After canyon beverage, uh, immediately after, I like an ice cold Gatorade because it's just so refreshing. And then, you know, later on after I'm done sweating or I've freshened up um, that evening, I like either a Truly or a nice glass of like bourbon whiskey, wow. depending on how the canyon works, <laughs> right? But Truly is like the light thing. And if it was a day, like give me some whiskey. <laughs> it's like a hard canyon and you're like, I'm having <laughs> yeah <laughs> over this. That's awesome. Totally. <laughs> Celebrating good. <laughs> yeah. Like I survived. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, is there an essential piece of gear that you always carry in your pack with you? Oh man, so I'm a gear junkie and I love gear, but there's it's not necessarily one, it's a few things. Um, one is the Gribble V Lad. It's a rigging plate. Um I use it for all kinds of things, whether I'm keeping the anchor nice and neat or um, I need a spot for other people to safety in, but it's just an all around good tool. I also like my Petzl Basic because it's it can be used as you know rope grab or ascending. I have it 
on my tether. So it's always on my harness. Um, and then I always have a little kit, like a rescue kit. And it, in my little pot shop bag, I'll hold like a micro traction with my VT and um, my Sterling power cord. That thing is awesome. But um, mainly for, you know, rescue. I try not to keep it on my harness because I'll just bang it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was one time Tom was like, you have too much stuff on your harness. And I'm like, but I need it all here. And he was like, just have it with you. You're banging all up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just put it in my pack now. <laughs> I need to get one of Blue Gnome's like gear burrito things. Yeah. Those little, yeah. I, I think those things are cute. <laughs> yeah. I gotta get one of those just to protect all my little stuff. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, if you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go and why? Huh. <sighs> really anywhere that I've never been, um, which doesn't, that's a long list, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I do want to check out British Columbia, Costa Rica, New Zealand, Argentina, pretty much if you Google like the happiest places in the world, <laughs> because they have so much outdoor recreation, right. I want to go there. Yeah. yeah. Switzerland, you know, everywhere. Yeah. Nice. I've been to Costa Rica. It's amazing. The canyons there are incredible. Yeah, I need to go. I need to I go. I I keep go getting, yeah, they keep saying like, come out, I'll take you out to the canyons. And I'm, yeah. I need to go. <laughs> the major two that I went to do, I wasn't able to get, I wasn't able to do those two. So I, I need to plan another trip to go back just to do those two canyons. Let's do it. Let's make a girl's trip. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And now my dietary restrictions won't make me sick as shit when I'm in the village. So I'll oh, be fine. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Um, is there any safety advice you'd like to leave our listeners with before we say goodbye? Um, yeah, there's a couple. Um, two really. One is leave the ego. I honestly feel like ego and complacency, they just don't belong in canyons. Um, it's not productive, can be detrimental to safety. You know, if you don't know something, ask. And if you don't know something, don't pretend like you do. If you don't yeah. feel good about something, say something. You know, it's your life and it's other people's lives. You shouldn't be afraid to. And if someone gets mad at you for asking a question or speaking your mind, you know, you shouldn't be in a canyon with them. Yeah. For people. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the other thing I'd like to say is formal education. Um, I would have used that as an answer too prior to being an instructor. You know, I took the classes and uh, um, there's something to be said about formal education, but um, knowing that what you're learning is correct and, uh, you know, rather than learning off of somebody else who, who knows, you know, did they figure it out by themselves? Did they learn it off YouTube? Did, did right. they like, you know, just hear about it or watch somebody do it, but they don't have any idea what the tool actually is or what, what is designed to do. Yeah. Um, a lot of times people are using equipment that's not rated for the gear that we use. Like it's only for dynamic ropes rather than static ropes. Um, my main concern that I've seen out in the canyons are, you know, too many fair weather canyoneers out there think that they don't need formal education or just won't find it in their budget to pay for it because thankfully nothing's gone wrong yet. 
you know, but when it's your life at stake and in the off chance that something could go wrong, that education suddenly becomes worth every penny. And if you didn't get that education, you wish you did, you know, it's like insurance. If you don't, if you, you constantly pay for it and you think you don't need it, but when you don't pay for it, then you get into a car accident and you know, now you don't have the insurance. So it's kind of like that where, you know, people who keep going out and they don't know what to do because nothing's actually happened. Yeah. Yeah. I see that a lot, especially on Facebook and stuff and some Facebook groups or YouTube videos that I see. And I'm just like, sometimes you know enough to get yourself or somebody in your group really hurt. And you don't know what you don't know until you figure it out. But it really sucks to be in that situation. So I definitely agree that training is important. (laughs) It is. And, you know, some of the things, it blows my mind. Um, I was on a shuttle and (laughs) it was a paid shuttle. And um, some other people that were on there, they heard that we were going to go do mystery. And I was like, yeah, you know, um, he's like, oh, that's my favorite canyon. You know, I did this other one and it's terrible because, you know, uh, we had to repel off of a big rock instead of bolts and all this other stuff, you know, and showed us a picture. And we're like, oh, that's a huge, you don't even need the rocks that's on top of that, you know? And they're like, oh, well, you're just more trusting than we are. And I was like, ah, no, that's not the case. I was like, you know, I just know that that's a great rock. Educated. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't want to say that and like, you know, infer <laughs> that they weren't. You, but the next thing they said is like, yeah, you know, it was it was so tricky that, and they showed me another picture, and they're like, you know, it was so slippery that we took our shoes off so that we could rappel barefoot. And I was like, oh my gosh, and and I was like, how how much have you been rappelling? <laughs> because I've never taken my shoes off to rappel. Yeah. Yeah. And so, well, <laughs> so obviously they don't know how to repel off of marginal canyons. I mean, sorry, yeah. marginal anchors. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they don't know specific like repelling techniques. And so um, instead of realizing the deficit of, of knowledge, they just said, oh, you're just more trusting than we are. And so right. it scares me because it's like I wanted to give them a business card and be like, take a class. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Perfect opportunity to get a business. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so and I felt bad because he seemed so proud and I didn't want to like burst his bubble or anything. But yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe repelling barefoot might not have been the best option. So, um, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And if you take a class, you're going to realize there's a lot of things you don't know. Yeah. I took the class with thinking that I was going to, you know, or sorry, with the intention that I was going to take my guide certification immediately after. So I was taking the classes thinking, you know, yeah, sure, there's going to be a bunch I'm going to learn, but I should know the gist of it. And there were so many little things here and there that just makes my life so much easier in canyons because of the little pro tips. That's like, that was worth the money in itself. But then also learning like proper repelling technique and, you know, rope management and um, then onto like the more advanced techniques and the rescue stuff. It's worth its weight in gold. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Hopefully yeah, more people will 
hard taking them. <laughs> I know. For sure. And even if they don't do the paid classes, there's a lot of free meetup classes where there's a trained, you know, certified, you know, person yeah, that yeah. teaches the classes. I know Shane Wallace does a lot. Adolfo does a lot down here. There's a lot of people um, that put right. those on when they sum up in. Out there. Yeah. Yeah. So even if you don't have the budget to pay for a $300 class, which is totally worth it. Right. Um, there's, there's definitely classes. I mean, when there. you think about it, that's like the cost of a rope. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, you can buy a rope, <laughs> pay for a class. Right. Like, I'll provide the rope if I have people who've taken the classes. Like, come on over. I'll use my rope. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've got extra ropes. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, well said. All right. Well, anything else you'd like to add? Uh, no, that's it. It was really awesome talking to you. Thanks for having uh, me. I think the canyons are calling. We should probably go. All right, let's do it. Okay, that concludes my interview with Jasmine King. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. If you have an idea for a guest on the show, please reach out to me like my friend Jen did and let me know. I'll get the person on. We can talk canyons. That would be awesome. If you want to be on the show, reach out to me. Um, to do that, it's thecanyonsarecalling at gmail.com. I also have a Facebook group page, The Canyons Are Calling, and I'm kind of active on Instagram, Canyons Are Calling on Instagram. You can also join our Patreon group at patreon slash thecanyonsarecalling.com. On there, you get access to our monthly canyon chats. Also, depending on what tier you decide to donate at, you get stickers and beer glasses too. So if you appreciate the show and the hard work that I put into it, uh, please donate on Patreon or you can go to the website, The Canyons Are Calling, and just purchase beer glasses and stickers and also the dog tug toys there. If you're enjoying this beautiful still drum music in the background, shout out to Z, the handpan man. Also, Tig Booth came up with the intro at the beginning where my grandkids say the canyons are calling. Let's go. Also, remember to sign up for the Uray Canyon Festival if you're available August 10th through the 14th. Jasmine and I will both be in Uray, so we hope to see you there. It's a lot of fun, a lot of amazing classy canyons there. And I haven't been for a couple years, so I'm excited to get back there. It's such an awesome place. Anyway, the canyons are calling. Should probably go. <laughs>